Okay, hi everyone. <laughs> we're back. Apologies, there was a minor difficulty, but we're here now. Uh, welcome to another episode of Local X Local. If this is, if you guys are here for the first time, we do the show every Saturday uh, where we interview different locals in Bahrain who are doing something cool. And this week's guest is Ahmed Al Qasim, who is a music artist and uh, he's performed in the Bahrain Jazz Fest and he will be again this year uh, so stay tuned for that and we're gonna talk to him about uh, what a career in music really means um, being in the creative world and all and yeah so we'll take it from there let's invite him over give us one minute guys Hello, everyone. Hi, Ahmed. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah. Good, good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. It's good to have you here. How's your Saturday going? Good, good. Well, uh, honestly, I, I just woke up. <laughs> so, so it, it's a, that, that's the life of full-time musicians. We don't have to wake up in the morning. <laughs> it's still the weekend, right? So that's fun. Well, yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's a happier. Sure. You know, late nights, late mornings. <laughs> yep, yeah, definitely, definitely. And thank you, thanks for for having me on on the show as well. Of course, we're super excited. So you've been doing some cool stuff, and uh, you, you know, music is kind of your full time. I wanted to talk to you a little more about what that really means and everything. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit more about you know music as a in general and you know in your opinion what that really means uh sure um i mean i'll start off by saying it's uh, it's it's definitely an, an awesome feeling to to be uh you know to be doing what you love doing as uh, as a career you know there's 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 no better feeling than that to be honest you know uh because because it's 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 not work you know, you're you're doing what you enjoy doing. You're doing what you love doing in your life, and and there's, you know, like I said, there's no better feeling than that. Uh, and but I mean, to take that up as a career, you know, to have that as uh, you know your your source of income, you know, and and your your way of life, basically, um, it's not just all fun. You know, it will yeah. definitely require. Uh, commitment. It'll require uh, require uh, you know uh, some work in improving your skills, uh, being smart about how to um, how to basically uh, um, uh, like get a more consistent stream of income. You know, so you can so you can have uh, you know um, let's say a, you know a decent uh, living. You know, and uh, where your your expenses are covered and and you're living comfortably. And all of that. So, for example, for me, uh, when I first left uh, uh, the banking sector, um, I was a banker for nine years. Wow. Um, uh, my my degree from my university degree is in banking and finance. <laughs> I never <laughs> studied music. Um, and uh, yeah, I've I've been a finance guy since uh, you know since I started working. Okay. And. Um, but the thing is, I've never stopped 
being a musician. I was I was a musician since uh, since high school, okay. you know, uh, since eleventh, uh, twelve. Let's say twelfth grade. I I was already playing with um, live bands, you know, uh, more than one band in Bahrain. Uh, but it was back then. It was still a hobby. Yeah. You know, I, I knew I loved doing it, but it was a hobby. And uh, back then, banking was was really booming uh, at that time. And uh, well, the funny thing is, once I graduated and started working, that's when the financial crisis hits <laughs> all around the world. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the banking sector was never the same after that. But either way, uh, going back to my point. Um, I basically, uh, although banking doesn't really go well uh, with with music, yeah. to be honest, it, it's very it's a very demanding uh, career uh, path. You know, you gotta really be uh, uh, you know committed, and you gotta put a lot of time. You know, don't even expect any overtime or whatever. You know, bankers expect you to stay there until you get your work done. Yeah. So, kind of you know, contradicts uh, with the with the life of a musician. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you need time to, uh, you know, work on uh, on the creative aspect of, of music. You know, you need time to, you know, sit down and, and, and compose and write music uh, or focus on different projects and all of that. And that side of it made kind of made me miserable to, towards the last years that I was in the banking sector. Um, I, I felt horrible that that I couldn't put in as much time and, and as much dedication into music because of my because of my banking career. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also want everyone to know that um, the smart way to reach um what's you know uh, this is the point i'm at now you know which is to uh, be doing what you love doing mm -hmm. that start off with with a day job you know whatever whatever career path it's in and let that job support your passion you know okay. you, you you let it support your passion financially you know you you get to buy the gear that that you need you know the instruments or whatever you know tools that you need if you're not a musician if you're a painter if you're what you let your job support that until you reach a point that okay. uh, you feel like yes you feel like you're stable enough mm -hmm. to actually quit your day job and become a full-time artist yeah. that's very interesting that's uh everywhere kind of that you know that insight of how to get in there yeah valuable. uh yeah i mean it's definitely great advice everyone has they want to do right yeah um, i mean i I've, I've met some people who um you know, I, I, they were like, hey, Ahmed, oh, we, we quit our job. And, and, and you know, and, and then I'm like, okay, and, and okay, now what? You know, um, it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really sure, but, but okay. No, you, you got to have a plan. <laughs> you can't just quit the job and just sit there, you know, and then, and then go, okay, now what do I do? You know, just, yeah. just no, you got to have a plan. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you said you started in high school, right? Right. So, yeah. how exactly, why did you start your path in music? Um, okay, uh, music has has like always been there in my life since a very young age. Um, 
since I can remember. Um, although it may be different styles of music, you know, I was, uh, my, my parents were making me listen to Arabic music mostly back then, but they saw that I just had an interest in, in music, you know, I, you know, I would dance or, or, you know, shake my head or whatever, clap or whatever with, with any, any like, music they would play. So, um, I remember my my mother brought me a private tutor to teach me how to play the piano at a very young age. Um, I learned that for some time, but you know, young kids they they switch their you know their focus from one thing to another. Uh, so I stopped that. But uh, then in school, I also started um, you know with the with music class and and other music activities as well. And then I left left that as well. So music was just always on and off in, in my life until uh, until high school. I think I think in, I was fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. I picked up the, I picked up the guitar um, with actually, but that was not in school. Actually, that was like in in uh, in our neighborhood uh, in Rafah. You know, with the, with the guys in, in the neighborhood, you know, they were all playing guitars, and everyone wanted to to pick up the guitar and play, you know, play stuff like Gypsy Kings and and you know the the, the stuff that's easy to to pick up, you know, and sing along to as well. Um, um, obviously, Farhat uh, Lekhwa uh, Brothers Band, you know, and behind they they were a huge influence on us as well. Uh, that's the kind of music we we you know we first tried to play on the guitar. Um, and that point, uh, I remember I um, was asked to, to join a band which was formed by a couple of friends of mine and, and, uh, and my cousin as well, Abdullah uh, Abdel Najid. He was, um, they formed an Arabic music band. Okay. And they were like, um, I was, oh, I was playing percussions, by the way, back then. Uh, I was playing guitar as a hobby, just for myself with the guys. Uh, uh, but I started playing percussions with with the band, mm -hmm. and then they were like, "Okay, you know what? Why don't you pick up the bass guitar?" Okay. So I was like, "Okay, but I don't know how to play the bass guitar," okay. and I've just started picking up the guitar. Mm -hmm. So like, no, it's easy. It's like, okay, it's the same concept, you know. It's like strings, and and you know, and, and <laughs> you just learn to play. I was like, okay, I'll try, you know. So I kind of picked up both instruments at the same time. Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, it, uh, it picked up pretty well. I put, it, put in a lot of time. Um, I had, I literally had one VHS tape that, to learn from, that, like an instructional videotape of how to play the bass. Yeah. And I played that video till it wore out, <laughs> literally wore out, you know, rewind, play, rewind, play. And, and, and yeah, yeah, but you know, I got my basics down. Yeah. Uh, I started playing the bass guitar with, uh, with my band, which was called a Leali band back then. Yeah. Um, I started playing with the Bahrain Flamenco band, which was one of the first, um, first bands that was supported by the Ministry of Information. Um, we did uh, uh, several shows in Bahrain and, and out of Bahrain as well. Okay. Uh, uh, Bahrain University as well. I, I was one of the most active uh, uh, musicians uh, in the music club as well. And also, we also performed in, in and out of Bahrain, you know, representing yeah. University of Bahrain. Uh, while I was studying banking and finance, <laughs> you know. 
but yeah, I, I guess yeah, that that's that's kind of how it's it started, it, you know, it's yeah. off. Uh, and yeah, I guess in high school when I was a teenager, that's when it started becoming serious, and that's when I was practicing my, by myself and practicing with other bands as well. Okay, so like what you said, so it's kind of still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of broke up there for a sec. Yeah. But that's started. Um. So you graduated. You were working, and then but you were all of this on the side. So like throughout the time that you said you were working in banking, you were still doing music on the side, right? Yeah. Yes, so I was. Uh, I was literally living a double life. <laughs> I was I was banker uh, during the day and musician uh, at night. And uh, uh, I remember uh, one time uh, this uh, this guy he was visiting behind. He was from Switzerland and and uh, he saw us perform. And a friend of mine introduced me to him. And then he asked me this question that really sat in in my yeah. head. Um, and he was like, uh, so what do you consider yourself? Okay. Uh, a, a banker with a night job as a musician or a musician with a day job as a banker? And it took me a split second to say a musician with a day job as a banker. Wow. You know, even back then, I knew yeah. that music was really my thing. You know, yeah. that, that's what I wanted to be and that's what I really wanted to do in my yeah. life. No, definitely. I think that's, that's amazing that you kind of knew where your niche was um, at such an age. Um, I think we, it's kind of a given that, you know, you know, this stigma being so practical as a career, did you ever feel like you deal with that? Like the stigma being a practical career path? I mean, it, of, of course, I, I've had to deal with it every now and then, and it's it's not um, it's not your very uh, you know uh, like very uh, obvious let's say career path that that most people would go for, um, mainly because of diff like uh, different aspects of the inconsistency in income, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, and and uh, some people. Of course, were, were also talking to me. When, when I first quit my banking job, most people in my life, friends and family, they were really concerned. Okay. Uh, you know, they were quite concerned. Some of them expressed it, some of them didn't, you know? Um, but, but thankfully, after, I guess, maybe a year or two, when they really saw that I was able to do more, you know, yeah. uh, produce more music, uh, you know, just be even like more out there mm -hmm. as, as an artist. And, you know, they saw that I was, you know, I was doing well. I wasn't asking anyone for, for any kind of help or financial help or whatever. They were seeing that I was traveling two, three times a year, you know, going on vacations and all of that. And yeah, that's when they, you know, they were like, okay, uh, you're, you're doing fine. We just want to let you know that we were really worried, but you're, you seem to be doing fine. Yeah. But uh, there are challenges. You know, there, there are challenges that you have to, an artist has to be smart uh, about how they go around being a full-time artist. You know, for, for a musician, you know, for example, 
there, there's nothing like performing with a live band. You know, there, there's nothing like it. You know, I, I've I've been performing with live bands for 22 years now. You know, and and there's nothing that beats that 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 feeling. You know, the especially when you've been playing with musicians for a lot of years, and you build that chemistry. You know, where you just really understand one another. You've grown with one another. There's no feeling better than that. But on the other hand, um, it's more difficult to get consistent shows. You know, and and consistent income with a full live band with four or five or six members. You know, it because you know logistics wise and 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 uh, feasibility wise, it's more difficult for venues or or like uh, you know restaurants and and hotels to bring live bands and have them there on a regular basis. It just it just simply costs them more. That's very true. You know? So the simple uh, way, of, uh, the the more simple way of, of uh, trying to work around that, is to, uh, uh, which is what I'm doing now. Uh, apart from playing live with the different bands that I perform with, I also perform as a one-man show, or as a duet. Okay. Uh, you know, with, with with my jazz show. You know, I can put on a one-man show where I am singing. Uh, I play my my seven string bass guitar as a solo instrument rather than a bass guitar, and I have my custom uh, accompanying backing tracks, which I always try to sound like unique and and not sound like the original versions, you know. So I I don't want to be a complete copycat, <laughs> as they say, um, and and yeah, and and it's it's been working really well for me for for the past couple of years because it's. It makes venues. Uh, it makes it easier for venues and, and restaurants and hotels to to hire me and book me on a more regular basis because it just simply costs them less, mm-hmm. and it guarantees me a more consistent, uh, you know, flow flow of income. Yeah. So when you have that and you have the bigger, you know, the bigger live performances, you know, the bigger shows, uh, you know, that I perform with the full bands and everything, they they just like, how, how do you say, they support one another and they go hand in hand and they're, they're all music at the end of the day, you know, even when I'm performing by myself, it may not be as fun, but I still enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the, the, the restaurant or, or the venue that I'm playing at isn't even full or whatever. I, I don't really let that get to me. Yeah. You know, as long as the people that are there are enjoying it and having a good time, that's that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to have that kind of mentality because if you're going to say, oh, the place is not full and, oh, I'm, I'm performing for a couple of empty seats and what you're you're just letting it, that fact that you don't have any control over you're just letting it get to you and bother you and it will reflect on your performance so there there's no reason for it you know just just, uh, deal with the the cards that that you you've been dealt you know and 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 just enjoy the show definitely uh so yeah definitely great and looking for more advice 
Just going back to what you were talking about when you started being a professional musician, what was that point like when you asked, hey, I'm, I'm leaving banking, you know, nine to five, what exactly? Um, I mean, like I said, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a sudden thing, you know, it, it wasn't like, uh, you know, you know, the hell with this. I am quitting today. Thank you very much. I'm leaving. No, it was, it was a process, you know, that was, uh, that was well thought, uh, well thought of. Um, I had to sit down. I had to plan things out. Um, I had to look at my, myself. I used that last, especially that last year. Yeah. When I was doing quite well, actually, in in uh, in, in the banking sector, I was in, in middle management, uh, you know, at, at the bank that I was working at, and I was getting paid pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, so I used that that time to pay off any financial commitments. I had a small loan. Uh, I had one credit card. I paid all those off, you know. So I don't owe anyone any uh, any amount of money. Mm -hmm. um, what what else did I do? I was uh, just making sure that I had the the because I had been already performing as a uh, individual musician as well, like a one man show or as a duet with my good friend. Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention when I perform as a duet, I usually perform with a very good friend of mine, uh, Abdullah Haji on saxophone, uh, <laughs> another amazingly talented Bahraini uh, Bahraini musician. Amazing. So. I was already performing, you know, yeah. shows as a one-man show, as a duet and all that. So uh, I was like, okay, I, at that time, that income was, was extra income, which I was <laughs> making use of. But it reached a point where I was like, you know what, I can live off of this. I can have a decent life off of this, you know, even with its fluctuations, because I've built quite a good reputation, you know, for myself among the 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 um, the venues and restaurants and hotels and 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 even uh, private clients as well, you know the people that have booked me for weddings or or private parties at home and all of that. You know, I've I've thankfully I've done you know well to prove that, uh, you know, I, I can put on a good show. Yeah. So uh, after that, I I was like, okay, I really want to do this. Um, I, um, with all due respect to everyone else in my life, but there was uh, one person that I really had to get, uh, you know, uh, her blessings, which was my mother. Uh, at that time, my, my, my father had already passed away, Allah And um, so I sat down with my mom. I was like, Mom, I am, I'm not happy. I am, I'm, 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 quite miserable honestly in the banking sector uh for the past two three years maybe i've i've even written a song about it <gasps> i've composed and written a song about it uh, which is uh, which is a song called cheated in life with with my band uh, liquid uh and it just basically talks about you know uh, you know following your dream and doing what you love doing in your life and and that's you know striving for that and working hard for that um so I sat down with her and I asked her, I was like, you know, mom, I, I and I'm think I'm thinking about quitting. So she was like, um, listen, there, there is nothing that I, 
Yanni, that I want for for you and 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 your brothers and sisters more than just being happy in your life, mm-hmm. regardless of what what path that you take. Yeah. So as long as you can promise me that you are not gonna struggle and you're not gonna be in in like a tough situation or a tight spot, as they say, um, you know, during the time that that you're quitting, you uh, Yanni, you have my blessings. With that, okay. Actually, I I am I'm I feel like I'm set. I've paid off my commitments. I already have um, a good working relationship with a lot of places in Bahrain. I'm mm-hmm. doing well from my music, you know, and uh, and and she was like, oh, you know, go ahead, uh, and 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 that was it. That that you know that I uh, that was what uh, that was the last step, as they say that that I was like, oh. You know, and it was, uh, I had to say, I have to say that it was a smooth, kind of a smooth transition, honestly, because I had informed the management of the department that I was working at and in, in the bank, I had informed them that I was like, okay, listen, I'm, I've decided to, to, to leave, uh, to leave like banking as a whole and whatever. Yeah. I will, I will stay as long as you need me to, even if it's more than, uh, uh, you know, more than the notice period that that is usually, uh, you know, usually one month or whatever. I will stay more than that if if you need me to, to, you know, uh, make the transition more smooth, uh, to hand over my responsibilities and all of that, you know. Uh, and and thankfully, they were understanding uh, with that as well. And then it was it, because I've, you know, I, I've heard of some people that have, quit their day jobs in, in like, uh, like not on very good terms or in a negative manner, you know, they, they just sent an email and, and, and quit and never even came in for their notice period and whatever. Look, even if you're leaving a career path and you know, you're not coming back to it, there's, there's no harm in, in doing it in a professional manner because it reflects on you as, as a person, not just as, as an employee. That's very true. You know, so thankfully, um, I had a very smooth transition, you know, yeah. you know, just, you know, leaving my job and, and becoming a full-time musician. Yeah. I, I guess that's into our next question that okay. you mentioned. Um, I think you already struggles. Let's go back to what your mom said about paying the yeah. struggles and do this. Um, do you feel like after any, anything noteworthy in terms of that you came across that maybe or take this now you know is there anything you were like you know kind of- um, yeah of course I mean for um, I'll, I'll start off with the earlier examples and then move on to the more recent ones yeah. um, the first example was uh, the very first year after after I uh, I left my job I left my job in March Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I I remember the last day, my last working day in 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 the banking sector was my birthday, and it really <laughs> felt like it really felt like you know I, I'm starting a new year and I'm starting a new life. You know, <laughs> it, it it felt awesome, honestly. Uh, but I remember that year. Uh, one thing I didn't really plan. Uh, I don't want to say I didn't plan for, but I didn't prepare really really well for was the slow summer season 
Okay. You know, it's uh, Ramadan, which uh, Ramadan work for for people like us, uh, yani, who play Western, uh, mostly Western music, comes to a complete stop. You know, yeah. Ramadan, and then the slow, uh, you know, summer months after that. That's when I was like, oh, you know, okay, I'm I'm not really making as much money as as uh, the past couple of months. You know, so so it was, but I was still performing. I was still making some money. It was just not as as you know as much as the the you know the the peak months, which are uh, right now. You know when the weather is nice in Bahrain, you have more outdoor events and and all that. So the first year that was kind of a bit of a tough a tough spot, but then I I learned to um, for example the nine months other than those slow summer months, I learned to uh, save up some more, you know, of, of the money that I make during the year mm-hmm. in order to it, I mean, basically reach a point that if I did not have one single gig in those slow summer months, I would still be able to be fine. You know, be fine and pay off my expenses and, and, and just live comfortably. And yeah. that, that was it. And all the years that came after that, uh, summer was just completely fine, you know, um, <laughs> So it's it it has to do with with planning. It has to do with yeah. uh, preparing yourself, you know, for the ups and downs that you know any creative uh, artistic career path will have. Yeah. You know. Um, okay, and now I'll, I'll definitely have to move on to COVID nineteen, <laughs> which was which I think hits everyone. Um, you know, literally everyone. You know, whether you have a uh, you know a stable job. Uh, you know, uh, an, an, a desk job somewhere, or you, ha- or, or you know, someone like me, like a, like an artist who was dependent on performing live shows and whatever. Okay, uh, yes, it did. It did affect me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because my income went from very well to zero, literally yeah. zero. You know, for you know, I had not worked for literally six months um i had a few very few uh projects like maybe one studio recording here um i had a project with the uh with the u.s embassy where i collaborated with a band in new york and and we did a a live stream you know performing at home uh so that okay that kind of paid me some some money here you know studio session there and all that so that was fun but it wasn't it honestly wasn't enough to to cover my like like monthly expenses and all of that but uh the past year from october uh up until march um thankfully with uh with saudi arabia opening up you know with their entertainment uh you know entertainment sector and and uh, a lot of uh venues and restaurants uh in in saudi and and corporate clients as well um, have started hiring musicians from Bahrain, and um, I have to, you know, uh, I have to say that the the pay is definitely better <laughs> there <laughs> than Bahrain. Okay. Yeah. So those months from October 2019 up until March 2020, that extra flow of income that I had, whereby I did even better than I I usually do during these months, better than I expected. That money came in very handy 
to yeah. to cover these six these past six months that that I wasn't uh, you know I, I didn't have any income. So you know, thankfully, alhamdulillah, uh, I still was able to survive. You know, with without you know being in a really tough spot where I I again I did not have to. Um, and I, I proudly say this to be honest, I did not have to ask anyone for help. You know, yeah. I did not have to ask anyone for, you know, for support and, and uh, you know, uh, can you, can I borrow some money, you know, just to get by and then, yeah. you know, so compared to a lot of people, uh, which I, I, I really feel for, to be honest, uh, people who have kids, people who have financial commitments yeah. uh and, and that that lost their jobs during yeah. these times you know i really feel for these people and i and i hope they you know they all get to recover and and maybe get back their jobs or get new jobs as well you know so so we can just we can all just get back to to you know um living uh, uh, you know comfortably and, and getting back to the way we were before yeah. all this happened yeah okay. uh so that was more along the financial struggles yeah yeah but like you know the creative field also has a lot of creative struggles out there you're okay. making okay. so how sure. do you the nature of the music career or like a career um look again it's um yeah and it, it depends on what what path you want to take um i'm gonna speak about music because that's the field i'm in you know i'm not gonna speak for all the painters or actors or whatever uh, i'm gonna speak just for the musician uh, let's yeah. say and it also depends on what what well what path uh, do you choose for yourself you know do you do you want to be a pop star you know mm -hmm. where you uh, uh you know you play very mainstream, uh, you know, uh, music. You really you compose and write and release very mainstream, radio-friendly music, and you want to, uh, you know, uh, get into the charts, uh, you know, and and do that. And and I, you know, you want, uh, you want to get thousands and hundreds of uh, hundreds of thousands of followers, and you want um, millions of views on your YouTube yeah. channel. And is if you know if that's your target or goal, um, then you really have to uh, basically give the uh, majority of the listeners nowadays what they want to hear, you know, which is uh, a very, something very mainstream, something catchy, something, you know, very pop oriented and all of that. Um, for myself, I, I honestly, I don't care much for that. Yeah. You know, uh, for me, it's a lot more about the the arts. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's much more about music. I care about satisfying myself and being content with what I'm doing, uh, as much as I want the audience to to enjoy my performances and my shows and all of that. And thankfully, since I quit my job. Um, being able to focus more on that and being able to um, bring in new things into what I uh, the, the music that I love playing and all of that it, it definitely has paid off you know mm -hmm. but uh, again uh, you know it, it is there is somewhat of a struggle to to 
uh, reach, uh, you know, the right people, you know, to reach uh, the, the right audience, uh, for example, uh, to reach, uh, to get exposed to the right government entities, for example, yeah. you know, in, in Bahrain. Uh, thankfully, um, okay, I will say this, and, and I, I've said this before in, in, in other magazine articles or interviews. Uh, we have a lot of Bahrainis, Bahraini musicians that always have a pessimistic or negative um, uh, look at things mm -hmm. and say, oh, we do not get support and the government is not doing anything for us and, and uh, whatever uh, authority or tourism or whatever, they're not, they're not giving the Bahraini artist enough support. And not. Look, we are living in an age where you have every tool to market yourself. Very true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you're just going to sit at home and say, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for the support to come to me. Yeah. It's not going to happen. That's very you know? true. Simply not going to happen. You yeah. have to work on yourself, put out the material, uh, the videos, the songs, the compositions, you know, whatever you need to do to market yourself, market your own sound, you know, whichever mm -hmm. path you take, as long as you're being true to yourself. You know, uh, and the support will come. Definitely. You know, um, for example, uh, you know, with with my band Liquid, uh, we've been working hard, you know, on on ourselves. We've released our album back in twenty first album back in twenty sixteen. Um, at that time, we we got the opportunity to perform at the Cairo Jazz Festival in Egypt. You know, uh, alongside our good friend Ala Gawas. So uh, it was like a collaborative show between Liquid and Ala Gawas as well. And we went there and we performed. And when we came back, um, two years later, um, the, uh, the Spring of Culture team contacted us and they wanted Liquid on the main stage at yes. Bahrain Bay. You know, so you've got to have the mentality of working hard, you know, and, and, and really just focusing on, on your art you know, mm -hmm. and, and doing what, what you really want to do and, and putting your art, uh, you know, or your art out there, your music out there. Definitely. And the support will come, you know. Um, like, okay, the EDB, the, the, the Spring of Culture are one entity that have supported us and, and we're very grateful for that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the, the government as well, the, the, uh, um, uh, the BACA, the Bahrain Authority for Culture and uh, Arts, they've supported us as well, you know. And we have a very good relationship with them well so it, it's just about being dedicated you know and focusing and, and hone like honing your skills and 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 really yeah. improving yourself to a point where you will get noticed mm -hmm. you know so uh, there's uh, that uh, you got to put that negative and pessimistic attitude aside and, and just focus on the art because that that that's very draining it drains your energy it drains your creative uh, mind you know that that negative uh, energy that that a lot of people have, you know. So I, I I would definitely advise to drop all of that and just focus on your art and uh, you know the the support and the difficulties that you may have, you will overcome them. You yeah, know? and and you're definitely points we have. You know, the world is kind of our We have so many tools. You know, be able to our own horizon and talents. Um, so that's
Weißt du, von da kann ich Okay, I, I'll have to start with uh, the, the advice that I always give people, um, that um, if you are not happy with the job that you have or the career path that you have, um stay there don't just pick up and quit stay there let it support your journey into yeah. uh reaching a point where you're doing what you love doing in your life mm -hmm. um that it's 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 very important and and um for some people uh you know for me um i quit my banking job when i was 32 mm -hmm. you know back in 2014 For a lot of people, they were like, uh, don't you think it's a bit late and all that? It's never too late to, you know, to, you know, focus on doing what you love doing in your life. You right. know, there are people that have, uh, you know, spent even longer time, uh, a longer time in, in a certain career. And then they've come to the realization that this is not for me. I'm not happy, you know, uh, and, and they've, They've gone and, and used that job to, for example, to study. You know, they, they, they've go, gone to uh, like evening classes and studied uh, uh, in a completely different field. And once they've graduated and or once they felt like they, you know, they have something that, that can make it easier for them to move to that career path that they want to be in, that's when they quit their job and, and you know, made the shift. So, uh, you know, work on it. That, that's, that's all I, I, you know, I really tell everyone. Uh, work on reaching a point where you are stable enough, where you can live a comfortable, decent life. Um, and, okay, I'll have to say this one point. I, I kind of forgot to mention this earlier. Uh, to, to be a creative artist... Um, And, and to be able to do what you love doing and have a comfortable life, what really worked for me personally is not being a materialistic person. Mm -hmm. um, very, I mean, I'll, I'll be very honest, but uh, with all due respect to everyone else's opinion, um, I am not a materialistic person at all. I don't care about brands. I don't care about fancy cars. I don't care about the stuff because if you focus on that, they are going to suck your, the, your hard-earned money, you know, okay. and, and, and just make your life as a full-time artist much more difficult. That's yeah. very true. You know, so... Oh, yeah. if you, exactly. So if you, are, if you have that mentality where you are uh, thankful and grateful for what you have, you know, as long as you have a roof on your head, you have food on the table... You know, you, you have a, you know, a, a, a somewhat consistent flow of income where you can live comfortably and pay off your expenses and, and you know, not have to depend on anyone. Yeah. That in itself is, that, that's all you need. You know, that's all you need. The, the, the materialistic stuff is, uh, it, to me, is completely pointless. You know, uh, I don't need to show a fancy watch or have a fancy car or whatever to show off that, oh, I'm doing well. No, I'm doing well because I'm doing what I love doing <laughs> in my life, you know? So that's another piece of advice. If you can 
and it's hard to train your mind. Uh, we live in a very materialistic society, um, uh, somewhat judgmental as well. Uh, a lot of people judge us by the clothes we wear, the car we drive, you know, and, and the accessories we have on and whatever. But if you can train your mind to disconnect from all of that, it will make your life much easier and it will make your life as an artist uh, um, much easier to go by and, and much easier to handle. That's amazing. No, honestly, I think very valuable advice, like straight from someone who's actually practicing right now, which is, you know, always good to hear from someone who's in the profession right now. So we don't want to take up any more of your time, but honestly, this has been so you know, such valuable information that you've given us. And I think everyone can definitely benefit um, from, you know, your career as an artist, you know, the struggles along the way. Because I feel like whether it's creative or not, we've all come across somewhat of, you know, some things that you've mentioned. So honestly, thank you so much for that. We have been getting requests for you to sing or play. Do you want to do that? I, I honestly haven't prepared anything because I, I, I had in mind that it was just a talk. And I, to be honest, I just woke up like half an hour before the thing. So I haven't even warmed up my voice. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> sorry? Do you have any upcoming um, Yes, I do have my, uh, my show as part of um, the Bahrain Jazz Fest. Uh, coming up next Thursday on December 17th at uh, uh, downtown uh, in the uh, uh, Intercontinental Regency Hotel. Uh, tickets are online at uh, wanasatime.com. Uh, the tickets are limited to 30 people because uh, the Bahrain Jazz Fest organizers and, and you know want to uh, you know adhere to all the regulations and and we want to keep everyone safe you know and maintain uh, distancing between people there. So it's going to be a nice, cozy show with <laughs> people, but we are really looking forward to it. You know, we've prepared a great set uh, for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have uh, more shows coming up later on and, and uh, especially next year. Uh, if you just follow follow my Instagram page, uh, you, I, I keep everyone updated with with that as well. But the the Jazz Fest show next Thursday is the, the, the closest show that I have coming up. Perfect. Well, guys, I'll have information that Ahmed gave us a video and coming as well. Ahmed, so much. This has been such a pleasure talking to you for your time uh, on this Saturday, right after. <laughs> we no, worries. no worries. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. It was it was a pleasure as well. Um, I, I I always love talking to you know reaching more people and and uh, uh, and I'm very happy to say that I have you know I'm very proud and I feel very humbled that I was able during my journey to inspire other musicians in Bahrain to actually quit their jobs as well <laughs> and, become, and become full-time musicians uh, and and it it really makes me proud you know and and I, I feel very humbled and, and very uh, very ha happy about that and I hope to inspire other musicians and artists in general as well you know uh, thank you very much and thank you so much for the wisdom that you've shared with us from your entire experience My so honestly thank you. we don't want to take up any more time uh, but this is 
So I hope it was for you as well. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. It was so great talking to you, and we hope you have a great Saturday. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye everyone. Thank you.